ghosting is one of the biggest cowardly acts that anyone can um, can do uh, when it comes to relating to another person. Ghosting is when you you know go from talking to each other on a regular basis and then one person just disappears. They stop returning your messages, returning your phone calls. It's like they just drop off the face of the earth. That's ghosting. Welcome to the Dating After Divorce Survival Guide. After getting his master's degree and getting cursed out, his second master's in getting kicked out, Eric Payne decided to pursue his doctorate in getting his life right and staying in his own lane. But upon getting all his degrees, he realized he was a fish out of water in this new dating landscape. Eric was 28 years old when he met his ex-wife and was newly divorced at 43. The world had changed considerably since the days of StarTech beepers, Motorola flip phones, and Yahoo Chat. It is vicious out here in these new streets where taking pictures of yourself all day long with a phone and posting them on the internet is actually a thing. The Dating After Divorce Survival Guide is the story of Eric's journey from love and marriage to divorce to dating to hopefully love and marriage once more. When talking about ghosting with my friend Christy Crowder, she said, oh, if you have an episode about that on your podcast, I'd love to join you. We're friends for many years. We were bloggers together back in the day, back before blogging was a thing. We knew each other virtually and then became real friends in real life through meeting at conferences, and we wound up being in the same city. So without further ado, I'm going to hop into this episode about ghosting. Hey, so we are here today live in no one's studio and i have with me today uh talking across the miles of atlanta georgia i have with <laughs> me my good friend uh chatterbox christy and uh she has a whole name a government name and all the rest of that stuff but i'm gonna let her talk a little bit so <laughs> who you be and what you be about congratulations on this show by the way you are doing amazing things eric Payne. oh thank you very proud of you Thank you. Thank you. Who I be? I be Christy Glasgow, but Chatterbox Christy works. I kind of like that. Um, But in case, you know, if you try to look me up in another way, (laughs) that's the best way to do it. And I am a writer and editor and creative coach upon occasion, helping folks write their books or their memoirs or scripts or whatever they need to bring forth to the world. So is there a place where people can reach you? Yes, that would be chatterboxchristy.com or chatterboxcgc on all the socials. Okay. You can find and, me there too. And I'll put a link in the I'll put a link in the show notes so people can see so you know they get the exact spelling on chatter cuz you know that's chatter with two t's right now. Two t well, I've never seen it with one t, but that's creative. And I but. guess if there's one T, they have a bigger problem, right? <laughs> they might need my help if they're right. really using one T. Yeah. Come right. see me. We'll talk about it. Right, we'll talk right, about right, it. Right, right, right. So look, thank you for joining me today. I wanted to talk to you briefly about, you know, it's the end of the year. And yes. even if it wasn't the end of the year, talk to you about something that was kind of big towards the end of this decade, which is ghosting. So you know, I have my own theories and definitions on what ghosting is, but tell me a little bit about what ghosting is for you or how you see it or how well, you I, see it and how you've experienced it. Oh gosh. Well, I see, well, in terms of relationships, ghosting is probably for me, 
I guess with how I've experienced it is a, is one of the biggest, I guess, cowardly acts that anyone can, um, can do, uh, when it comes to relating to another person. And that's just when someone just disappears on you with no, I don't, I don't, I don't see drifting away as ghosting. Like say you kind of mutually just kind of stop talking more frequently or whatever, your lives get busy, you just kind of drift away. That, especially if it's both of y'all kind of pulling away, that's not ghosting to me. Ghosting is when you, you know, go from talking to each other on a regular basis and then one person just disappears. They stop returning your messages, returning your phone calls. It's like they just drop off the face of the earth. That's ghosting. And it's something that I just do not understand how adults can actually anyone over the age of 17 i really don't actually 15 i don't wow, really understand really? how they can be well i figure your mama taught you right you know okay well, you just well, don't don't figure that please don't figure, <laughs> don't figure that right yeah. <laughs> i'm giving people too much credit is that what you're saying i mean 15 seems so young i mean i, I thought you were gonna say something like 20 20 eight or okay we'll do that we'll something. say 20 Okay. No, I won't even. I would really hope that your mama taught you better than to be still ghosting people at thirty. My goodness, really. Okay. Well, what about? But maybe, okay. like I said, maybe I'm giving people way too much credit. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm. I have way too much hope for humanity. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, what's your definition of ghosting? Is it similar or? So, to your point that you were just making, I mean, there's a counter argument that people say, you know, why go through the effort of letting people know, you know, if it's obvious that there's no connection, there's no chemistry, there's no whatever, just, isn't that just the ghosting itself? Isn't that the, the, the signal to move on? Well, I mean, well, okay. So here's where my experience with ghosting doesn't match up with that because the times that I've experienced ghosting is a lot more than I care to admit is that there is a connection or it feels like there's a connection. The other person is acting like there's a connection. And then all of a sudden it's over. How I used to describe it when I would write about it, not publicly, but when I would, you know, kind of noodle about it in my journal is I always felt like I had an expiration date. Like I was awesome to a point. And I know, and, and the bad part about having an expiration date is like, I never knew what that expiration date was. So everything would be great until it wasn't. And it would just be one day that person would just disappear as, as if they never existed. And I'm like, everything was great yesterday. What changed? And I always wondered why someone would not say, okay, I'm not feeling this. Or I thought, you know, we had something, but we really don't, you know, how, how, how does someone go from, like I said, the gradual, the gradual thing I understand, but the abrupt, and that's why, that's my definition of ghosting. It was when someone just like, just flat out disappears like Casper with no rhyme or reason to it. Everything was fine. And then it wasn't, and they don't even have the common decency to tell you what happened. That's, that's the problem. Now, when you know, well, I guess in my, in my case, when I know that I'm not feeling a person, I kind of say, oh, you know, maybe we're better off as friends. <laughs> right. 
And if they don't get the hint, then, you know, then you might have to do some form of ghosting. Like, okay, I'm trying to let you know that I'm good and you don't want to seem to get the hint. So maybe if I start, you know, tapering our conversations and <laughs> moving away from you, you'll, you'll get, you'll get the idea. If they're not getting the full on, Hey, I think I like you. We're cool, but I think we're just going to be friends and, and they're not going to take no for an answer. I've had that happen. So based on what you just said, right, you said two things, right? So what you mm-hmm. just said, the, uh, which was very eloquent and, and definitely impassioned was that you, you take it as a, a, a reflection on, well, let me ask rather than say, uh-huh. are, you t- are you taking the, the ghosting as a reflection on you? Because I used to, I used to. Um, I I know way better now. Um, but I think younger, it was sort of like, because it was, it just seemed to be a pattern, you know, you, when, when things happen more than a couple of times, you kind of wonder, okay, is it really me? Like, what is it about me that, you know, someone can tell me that I'm so awesome and I'm so cool and they love to be around me. And then all of a sudden don't anymore. Um, but as I've gotten older and wiser and more enlightened about life and people, I have learned not to take things so personally and understanding that someone doing something so cowardly, in my opinion, that, you know, you don't even have the comedy to see to tell me what's up. That says more about you than it does about me. And I've even gone to the point of, you know, saying, hey, just let me know what's going on. I'm fine. I mean, if you don't want to see me anymore, that's fine. I'm fine. I just want to know what happened. And I don't even get a response to that, except for one time. One, one time in my whole dating life, and this, and, uh, this was, a, I don't know, it's a while ago, maybe, I don't know. I can't even remember how many years ago. <laughs> but um, the one and only person who actually um, came back around to apologize for ghosting me. And we're actually still friends to this day because of that, because he actually apologized to me okay. um, after ghosting me. And he did, it, it was a bad, it was a bad ghost because we had a pretty solid relationship and then he just disappeared. I mean, he just stopped returning my calls all of a sudden. And what I found out when he finally circled back around and it was kind of, it was kind of jacked up the way he circled back around. It's sort of like one of those, Hey stranger, how you doing? Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) You ghost, you disappeared on me and I'm a stranger. Right. Huh? Right. Are you kidding? Oh no, no, no. You are, you are not going to do this. Let's stop this. All this stuff right now, drop the act and talk, come to me real with what's going on here and come to find out it was, he made some, we had a conversation. Um, and I think I was, I was having a really bad day and I was sort of melting down. And when you're, when you have someone in your life, you feel like you can be vulnerable with, you can have these meltdowns. Well, you know, his, that me melting down to him was sort of like, he was like, Oh, I don't know if I can handle her being like this all the time. And I'm like, all the time, this was once. So you made, you took that to another level and ran with it, that this was going to be your life being with me because I had a bad day. Right. And that's why I told myself I had a bad day, but you didn't stick around or you didn't ask me questions or you didn't find out you, you saw me at my worst. And that's a big thing, right? If someone can love you at your worst, right? it's like, you saw me at my worst and ran instead of 
checking on me the next day to be like, you good? Because I was. I was like, yeah, if you had talked to me the next day, you would have seen that I was fine. I sat on my pity pot, I flushed it, and I got up. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, you you took that and ran and was like, ooh, I don't know about this. And then I guess upon further reflection, you come back. And now that we talk about it, you're like, oh, wow, that was dumb of me. Yeah, maybe if you talk to me a little bit. But I think that's, I think that's a lot of what ghosting is, is you see, you see something in someone that you're worried about and bolt instead of maybe finding a little bit more. Like maybe it's, maybe it's like, oh, I think she might be crazy or I think he might be crazy. <laughs> and you don't want to stick around to find out. So, you know, right, right. Um, and I can get that, but maybe it's an assumption. Maybe you're making an assumption. And if you really care about the person or you think you might care about the person, maybe you should dig a little deeper before you just disappear. Or it could just be, all right, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. I'm not feeling it. Um, maybe you should let that person go. And the person who, you know, who came back to apologize, he even said that he was so afraid of hurting me. But I'm like, that's so stupid because don't you get that that hurts a person more by ghosting instead of just coming to them correct? It's e- Snatch that Band-Aid off. It'll heal. Why prolong something that you know, could, you could get over with pretty quickly and maybe even, you know, come out less scathed than running into that person in the street after you've ghosted them. <laughs> right, right. So that is a great, great point. Um, and that's that's what I was going to ask you. So you, you actually answered it without me asking you because it, it sounds like you were, it sounds like you took it personal at first and then, uh-huh. well, and then what you actually ascertained or discovered, well, I don't know if you ascertained or discovered it, but what you're describing is the fact that the person isn't emotionally mature enough or afraid of uh, perceived conflict and isn't mm-hmm. willing to, and isn't willing to do the work that requires, you know, that, that is required when it comes to relating to yeah. a, relating to another human being. I went through something similar where I had been divorced for a little bit and we went out and we had a really nice time. I mean, she was fine, or at least I thought she was. I mean, no, she was fine, whatever. Don't matter what she was like. We we had a good time. We had a good time. I reached out like the next couple of times to Stevie. I mean, I don't know if it was like a day or two later. And I mean, so you were talking more about relationships and then Mm -hmm. so I'm talking more about dating, but I think the the effect or the result is very similar. Well, I guess it's sort of dating. I mean... You know, I mean, dating is a relationship. It's just everything's a relationship. Right, right. It's the, you know, it's dating. uh, I mean, a relationship is a uh, is a collection of dating experiences. And, and, you know, dating is to potentially get to a relationship experience. I started to recognize that she was ghosting me. I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. even think it was called ghosting at the time, but I started to recognize that she wasn't really responding because then I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, so what are you doing? And then the usual, then then I started to get the whole, uh, well, uh, what did she say? She said something like, oh, I just saw this or, hey, no, she didn't say that. That was somebody else. So ultimately what wound up happening is she for all intents and purposes, ghosted me. But the, you know, it was, 
in retrospect, it probably was for the best because I probably was not dating material at the time that I met her. I was just, I had just come out of my marriage and, you know, you know, I was kind of on the rebound or I had just come out of being on the rebound. I think I was just kind of like floating, but I don't think, you know, I mean, look, I'm not even going to overthink it. Sometimes things work. Sometimes things don't work. The right. one thing, the one thing that somebody said to me that really got me thinking about it though, was this, they said, well, maybe it wasn't about you you know, maybe that person just wasn't in the place to communicate something that they might've been going through. You know, don't think, don't think that, you know, it might not even been about the relationship. Maybe something just came up financially. Maybe something just happened in their lives and it just prevented them from, you know, being able to communicate. It'd be nice for those people to communicate how they feel to you. It'd be nice to, for them to, you know, put a pin on it and close the loop for you. Does it sting a little bit, you know, when you get ghosted? Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I t- but, but having inadvertently, and I, I'm not going to say intentionally, but inadvertently doing it a couple of times myself, I can genuinely understand that sometimes life gets in the way and then you it's up to you as the the person with the potential to ghost to make the people that are in your life a priority even if that means they're not going to be in your life like i think it's up to that person to make them a priority to let them know so that they're not just floating in the wind but i but i do understand now anyway that ghosting sometimes isn't really about anything being wrong with you. And I won't even say, oh, well, something was wrong with them because you know what, what we, we have a tendency to do sometimes is that when things don't work out, we're like, well, ain't nothing wrong with me. You know, clearly something was right. wrong with her. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and I didn't, I didn't feel that way. Oh yeah. No, um, I'm, not, I'm not saying about that. No, because you, you brought up something that, that I realized too. And, and I actually said to him and, you know, cause this was, I think it was like a, it was a solid year later that he apologized and I realized in that time of, you know, realizing that I, that I had full on been ghosted and being very upset about it, but then eventually getting over it is that I look back and said, you know, I don't think I was ready for this anyway. Right. So right. I can't, it actually did me a favor to be honest. Right. And forced me to not look at myself as what's wrong with me, but like I got to realize, okay, well, I don't think I don't think this is as much as this hurt. I don't think this is what I wanted anyway. And sometimes, sometimes you can look at any type of you know kind of jacked up way of breaking up with people, or or when people just kind of fall out and all that it is helpful to actually look at, okay, well, what, what did I gain positively from this happening? Actually, this might have been helpful not, it doesn't, it's not as hurtful as, yeah, it's like you said, it stings, obviously. I mean, you got a little bit of ego on you. It's going to hurt a little bit. Right. So, but if you can take a step back and be like, okay, something I was, this was meant to happen. So what am I, what am I meant to learn from this about myself? Not, and not the, what was me? I'm unlovable because this happened to me. That's not it at all. And like you said, it is, it is about them, but not that they're a screw up. They're a terrible person. 
it's something went on, something made them make this decision. And it doesn't necessarily, it it doesn't have anything to do with you. And it obviously is something they need to deal with on their own. And it may not be something bad. We just don't know. And unfortunately, like you said, they just didn't have the capacity to communicate that. Right. They didn't have the capacity to communicate it. And then ultimately you end up as collateral damage. And I think, yeah, I think I think what was critical for people that are on the receiving end of those kind of things is to not pass that on, pay it forward to the next person. You know, right, what I mean? right. Because I mean, like, you know, the 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 trap, and this is for anybody listening. The trap is that you know, once it happens to you, you it it, it in some instances subliminal subliminally <laughs> subliminally <laughs> sublimely subliminally is communicated like well. This is, pardon me, that was, pardon me. Anyway. (laughs) Wait, why did we both have alarms going off at the same time? I don't know. That's that's energy. That's energy. That's crazy. Aurora Borealis crap going on in Atlanta right right now. What the hell? Because that was creepy. I was like, my alarm went off and I was like, crap, let me hit it real quick. And then yours is what I was like, "Uh oh. Well, right. Well, for me, I was like, well, why did I hear that like that? And my phone is right in front of me. Why am I hearing it like in my headphones? <laughs> anyway, um, no, I mean, I think, I think it's, I think when you, you, once you experience something, there's a part of you that now, you know, has residue on you, has scar tissue on you that can toughen you enough, toughen you up enough in the wrong way so that you could turn around and do the same thing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's it's critical to try to like avoid passing or paying that kind of stuff forward. But I think something that you said, and just to kind of like wrap it up, it wasn't for you, which was something that you said. And that's mm-hmm. not like, that's not a, that's not a cop out. Like, oh, what no. movie will be, it wasn't for you. If it was supposed to be for you, then that person would have made the effort. You would have made the effort. Things would have clicked differently, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think yeah. what a lot of people, especially now during this time of year, they're lamenting or in their feelings or sorrowful, mm-hmm. especially, you know, if they didn't have the person that they wanted to be around the Christmas tree with them or didn't have, you know, or, or, or have nobody to go kiss under the mistletoe or anything like that. But I mean, right. we're getting ready to go into a new decade. We're getting ready to close out the year. And the, and it's a beautiful thing to not have people in your circle that don't need to be there. I mean, think of it as the universe kind of like, cleansing yeah playing doing housekeeping for you so that you can go and go you you can be set up for success in the next year so rather than look over your shoulder and focus on what you don't have or could have had or should have had that you didn't even know if it would have been good that's the thing it's like it's like if you make up in your head oh we could have been this we could have been that that's the key word could have been you don't even know if that actually would have happened with that person and if there was potential of that, it would have played out a little bit more. Right. Right. So, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be cliche and say, well, look, you were spared, but I mean, that's the reality. That's reality. You, yeah. You were spared. You dodged a bullet. <laughs> and they may have dodged one. And they, as I was saying, they may have been spared too. Yeah. They may have been spared something that they can't handle. Right. You know? Or, or maybe you were going to come out your trick bag and don't know you know what I mean. Like either <laughs> right. Before we wrap for the day, Christy had one question for me. I had mentioned that I had ghosted people before, and she just wanted to know what goes on in the heart and mind of someone who ghosts. What justified 
what made it okay? Like, what did you say to yourself to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be all right about it? Or were you not all right about it? So I wasn't necessarily all right. So let me clarify. I've never ghosted anybody. Okay. That I've never ghosted anybody that was, uh, you know, that where things just weren't working out. I, I, I have been taught, uh, mentors, both male and female have taught me like, look, confront the person, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. When I have found myself ghosting people, I have ghosted people that I have been on again, off again with. You okay. Know what I'm or, so it's sort of like a mutual ghosting. Yeah. So like, like y'all just drift. Yeah. But I mean, okay. or, more, or more like this, a person kind of, is flaky is shady is whatever but i can understand that but then they show up anytime you know it gets a little cool or cold or whatever or they show (laughs) up when they realize that you're not checking for them Uh uh-huh and then you know hey i haven't heard from you in a while what's going on Mm -hmm. those type of people are the people that I, that I ghost. Like, I don't, res- I don't even respond, don't respond like, I to them. Right. I don't go. Okay. Oh yeah. You know, well then, I mean, that answers my question and I can understand that because you're like, no, fool, you shady. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I don't have time for this foolishness. Right. I can understand that. I've always just wanted to know what makes it okay to do that. A friend of mine was recently ghosted on her birthday, which was really bad. I mean, really bad. Like the ghosting that she experienced was terrible. Like I want to hurt him because of how it was done. And I mean, and when I say ghost, I mean like, like just disappeared off the face of the earth. Like at one point she wondered was he's okay. Um, Because he like, like, did he fall in a ravine? You know, right, right. That right. kind that's of the ghosting. worst, right? When you start, yeah, you're actually worried. You were worried, about the person. and yeah. that's that's what I was yeah. mad about. And then when she, you know, kind of got evidence that he was okay, and he just was not responding to her, and big time ghosted her on her birthday. Um, that is the type of person that I would just love to know what makes it. And you know, this person is reaching out to you. You know, that this person is like, I just want to know that you're okay. And she's like, don't worry about anything else. We can be done. I just want to know that you're alive and you can't even respond to that. You can't even just say, yes, I'm alive. And uh, I'm, I'm you know. telling you, I, I think it's fear of confrontation. I mean, think about it. Like even yeah. when you're applying for jobs and so on, I mean, oh. recruits <laughs> ghost you. you oh know? Yeah. Like they, I've been ghosted by people that I thought were my friends. Yeah, like they they sweet talk you, they get you all hot and bothered, and then they disappear. I mean, that's and they disappear. I, yeah. Oh, I hate. Me. I really hate being ghosted by potential clients. It's, yeah. Oh, that is I mean, annoying. But I think I think what's hard for someone like yourself and someone like me, who you know spend so much time trying to communicate effectively, trying to find the best way to convey messages and stories, and being you know maybe not the most concise people between the two of us, but I'm just saying like, (laughs) as far as like, just, you know, language is our, is one of our superpowers. Yeah. It isn't everybody's superpower. You're right. And I think sometimes people just, they don't have the words. And if they're emotionally immature or worse, emotionally bankrupt, they don't have the capacity. You're right. So they kind of just, you know, they run away. Because yeah, they, they don't know what away. else to do. Yeah, they run away. And I mean, you know, they might even think like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I can't even be bothered. So da 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 But ultimately, they're running away. Yeah. 
because when you can't give someone, like you said at the beginning, you know, when we were talking earlier, the courtesy of giving them closure, mm-hmm. then that's that you're being a coward. You're being, a, because you're, being you're such a coward. You are afraid whether you recognize it or not. You don't, even if you say, even if you're not quote unquote afraid, because I'm sure mm-hmm. quite a few people would react to the word afraid and be like, I ain't afraid, but yeah, you I'm not scared. Right. But you don't want to be bothered. So because mm-hmm. you don't want to be bothered, you maybe it's not afraid. You just don't want to be bothered. Right. You don't want to put forth the effort to set someone loose. Set someone and maybe loose. it's a little bit of possibly wanting to keep the door open in the future. But my that thing too. is you ghost, ain't no door open in the future. You might have had a better chance of having a little bit of crack in the door had you put some closure to it. You know, the door might be closed, but it might not be locked. Right. But you ghosted, so there's no prayer of right. anything. And yeah, you best believe that in some cases you come in contact with that person again, they're not going to be nice. Right. <laughs> don't don't come over here with that hey stranger crap. Right, <laughs> it's right. Not gonna be pretty. <laughs> well, we should probably part two that because I didn't even consider the the hey stranger. I didn't even I didn't even consider the oh. uh, the reentry. We should we should definitely Ooh. save that for another time. Let me tell you, that's that's another thorn in my. You think you think ghosting gets my goat? Oh, the hey stranger thing. Oh boy. Yeah, like hey you, what's good? Yeah. Hey big head. Right. <laughs> What you doing? Uh huh. So anyway, <laughs> we, we, W-Y-D. right, right. We starting to open up. Uh, we starting to go into uncharted territory. So uh, okay, okay. We'll table we'll that. that. We'll put a we'll pin say, in it for the next time. We'll put a pin in for the next time. They don't time, call me Chatterbox for nothing, Eric. Right, you know that. I mean, yes, I do know this. So, um, <laughs> but no, no, for real though. Like for you know, for everybody listening, I think you know, go into the new year, go into the new decade with a clean slate. I read something somewhere where they're calling it now the soaring 20s because, you know, the roaring 20s already happened. So, oh, right. So like shake off the dead weight, wanting for somebody who doesn't want you and and just and soar. Man, listen, if I had a penny for every time I got ghosted, I'd have a lot of pennies. I have been ghosted a lot since re-entering the dating scene. But as I was talking to a couple of other friends, sometimes a date is just a date. Some, it doesn't have to become dating. Sometimes a date is just a date. But I think communication is the name of the game. Just be honest. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks after the new year. In the meantime, in between time, if you're looking for exclusive content that you will never find on social media and you will not find on this podcast, Visit the notes beneath this episode and you'll see a link for Club of Hearts. And if you click on that link, it'll explain everything and I hope to see you over there. So once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for being a sharer and a liker. Happy New Year.